What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that loves exclusives. This is episode 20, and I'm one of your hosts, Jay Johnson. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby-Goo Morgan. Yo, what up, y'all? Coming up back on- in this month. Oh, my thing again. All right, cool. Keep moving in. Go ahead. All right. I'm sorry. I'll wait. <laughs> Coming up on today's show. <laughs> We got Xbox slash Bethesda. We're going to talk about the MPD numbers for February and beyond. <laughs> I'll try my best not to interrupt Warriors anymore. And we're going to talk about the Ninja Turtles. All that and more coming up on today's show. But first, let me give the floor back to my esteemed co-host, Gooby Goob. How's it going, big dog? <laughs> it was going fantastic until I tried to, you know, you know, reach out to the fan base, you know, and then Got cut off, but you know, it's all good. Um, you know, busy day, you know. We all been me and my wife been just doing some chores and shit around the crib, you know, but you know, we here. But hit y'all with the fun news and uh, you know, make a fun episode. Is Sunday also the final countdown for your household? It's like we gotta figure out all the little things that we can do to like set us up properly for the week. Is that is that what happens in your house as well? Yes. Yes, you know, we'll probably, as we get off here, we'll probably do a little meal planning, you know, uh, you know, clean up some bounties on Destiny, you know, maybe play a little bit more Spider-Man. I don't, I don't know how cleaning up bounties on Destiny I, prepares you for the week at I, all. <laughs> it just does. You know, that's one of the things I got to do tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? I see, I see. Aren't you yeah. Battle Pass 100? Why are you playing that trash game? <laughs> well, because the last content, right, they made quests that aren't, they are character-based, not Count base, so to unlock all the aspects and attributes of a new subclass, I have to do it on every class. So that's why I hate it all. Also, in the ones yeah, and twos back there, <laughs> we got yo, DJ yo, yo, Ray yo, yo. hanging out with us. Hey, nice to be here. Got a fun episode actually coming here out today. here for you guys today. Actually, here, always here, really. I mean, but you're on the mic though, so we appreciate yes. your, your voice. Hot mic, hot mic. Good. Are you uh you are you getting bodies over there on Fortnite right now? Gotten a few bodies with the harpoon gun actually. Got two more days to the battle pass. Oh yeah, wait. I'm trying to get trying to get the child. Oh God, I'm that. Ray yes, got I am. Ray got bit. You'll get it. Ray got bit by the Fortnite bug like I did last year for the Marvel season. Ray was like, I guess it was like two weeks ago. I was like, we got to grind to get this child. Ray's like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and then yesterday, I was like, wait, how do I, how do I get, how do I gotta get it? <laughs> I think it's gettable. You're fine. What uh, what level are you right now? Uh, like 82. Oh, it's easy. Easy money. Do some easy bounties and stop stop chasing them long. That's what I'm doing. The harpoon gun gun is a bounty. What is it? Is it to kill people or to hook people with the harpoon? Yeah, you? you have to earn so many kills with the harpoon gun, basically. Doesn't sound like an easy bounty to be. <laughs> I mean, I've already gotten two in my first game. How many do you need? I think it's like five. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. Okay. Oh, you got that. Easy clap. Easy claps. Easy claps. All right, well, thanks for joining us today. This is the Oblivious Game Podcast, your weekly gaming location for news and all the tidbits happening around the industry when me and Warrior sit down and have a quick chat about it. You can catch us on all your streaming services. Just uh, search Oblivious Games. Also, if you guys like some Twitch action, we stream over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Oblivious Pod. Yeah, so we're hanging out today with a little quick show for you out here. Some big news at the top of it. 
it's like big-ish news. We've kind of talked about it a little bit, but we're going to go into a little more detail and do some more speculation. And we've gotten some some more information on it, so I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys about that today. Uh, also, we got the Oblivious Game Short Show happening over on Instagram. Please check that out if you guys would like to. We should have a new episode coming out for you uh, this week. So, yeah, thanks for coming through as always. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us obliviouspod at gmail.com, obliviouspod on Instagram, and at obliviouspod1 on Twitter. Drop us a comment. Slide into our DMs. Tell us what you guys want to hear. You know, we do this out here for you guys as, as well as our pleasure. And we want to get you involved with the show as much as we can. Um, so, yeah, a pretty cool show coming up for you today. Some nice things. We got three big news topics. And then we got some other tidbits after that to catch everyone up on the weeks happening in the news. All right. First up, Xbox buys Bethesda. For real this time. The union of Xbox and ZeniMax Media is finally official. That means Bethesda Softworks and all eight of its studios are under the Microsoft umbrella. That's Bethesda Game Studios, its software, ZeniMax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Works, sorry, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. The news comes by way of Xbox Wire as Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, details the historic $7.5 billion deal. According to Spencer, Xbox players can expect, quote, some new titles in the future that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players, end quote. Accompanying the blog post was a live roundtable event to introduce Bethesda to the world as an Xbox team. While the discussion was light on news, save for a quick more to come this summer proclamation, it did allow both heads of the Xbox and Bethesda to talk about what this means for each brand going forward. The long and short of it, Bethesda gets all the Xbox money to do whatever they want, and Xbox gets to juice up its already enticing Game Pass service. Speaking of Game Pass, in coordination with this deal, Bethesda has released 20 games on the service as of today. Titles from Doom, Fallout, Wolfenstein, and much, much more can be played all right now. Juarez, the FCC, uh, Europe, UK, everybody said it's good. Let's do this deal. So uh, we officially official now. Uh, Bethesda is under the Microsoft umbrella. Talk to me, big dog. You know, this is a, you know, very, very good, exciting time, you know, for the Xbox fans out here, um, you know, finally getting up. I mean, they're not, you know, I mean, you can take it how you want. You know, a lot of people say they're not exclusive or whatever, but I think they're going to be exclusives in the future. Right. So, uh, you know, these little PlayStation weebs out here, you know, enjoy the rest of your time playing um, these Bethesda products is your time is winding down. OK, so. Get your last uh, new game pluses in, <laughs> or whatever Doom got. I don't know. If Doom got new game pluses. Um, you know, make your final decisions on Fallout Three. You know, Oblivion, all that stuff, because it's been taken away from you. <laughs> and we're glad to hear it. Okay, and when the exclusive shit come out, you'll watch us play it for years, and then we'll get you look, get you let's get a little taste of it. Okay, so. For me, I know always love Bethesda, you know, like, so what? Everybody knowing the game come out, they got buzz, but people always got shit to say, you know? Oh, man, the game unplayable. Folks, you lying. The game is playable, okay? You're just a liar. You're just talking shit, okay? So, I'm excited for this. I'm a hell, I might even download Fallout 4 and finish the game. Yeah, I ain't finished the game. Oh, uh, you listen to Bethesda, though. <laughs> yeah, that's neither here nor there, okay? <laughs> Cause I have a thousand hours in Fallout Three, so you know you can go back and check check the stats on that, okay? Um, but you know 
in overall grand scheme of things, I I, I do love this. Like I'm saying, my boy Todd O'Reilly Bethesda, uh, he's a master salesman. Um, you know, he he sell he sell you anything, and he sold um, he sold him uh, Fallout seventy six. Sold his game for, <laughs> for seven billion dollars. You know, um, you know we Fallout seventy six made it to market. I play that game was actually fun though. It's not fun playing by yourself, though. I, you know, I wouldn't advise. You play with a group of friends. It's kind of fun. The community has been diligent, um, to say the least. So, shouts out to them for staying, staying with. Yeah, them. yeah. But uh, Todd is a um, ultimate finesser. He, 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 you know, just seven billion dollars of dickism. I feel like that's like overvalued. But you know, if Phil Spencer out here reaching for the moon, man, go for it. You know, if you want to get some exclusive stuff, then you know, I mean, they're acquiring everybody, every studio under the sun. So, um, I feel like Xbox gonna have something here you know in, in the future but you know i like it i mean if it's if it, I, i'll i'm gonna play a new i will play a new but there's the title i just, i just it's just me personally i don't like going back and play and stuff i've already played. that's fair that's but fair. that's just i i have no idea why i'm like that like even with tv shows you know what i'm saying like i've seen like you know with the marvel i've seen black panther like twice right you know first came out and then me and my wife watched yeah. it um but like i just can't i just like I love, listen, y'all can call me what you want to call me, right? I I love me some Naruto, some Bleach, but I I cannot go back and watch them them shits multiple times, okay? Because one is a thousand episodes. No one's got that time. Two, yeah, no one has that time. Two, you know, even I mean, even Afro Samurai, I've watched like all oh those two God. one time, but I I just cannot bring myself to go back and watch something you know old and I know how much new stuff is out there. But if it's a new Bethesda title, I'm all here for it, man. But um, you know, we're gonna leave these Sony these little Sony ponies in the dust, you know what I'm saying? Man, I wish I fucking wish that Phil Spencer would have started with how you opened up your talk. Like if Phil Spencer was on the Xbox wire, just you know, just <laughs> just clicking away. Just talking shit. That's just, how you gotta do it. Just talking mad shit. Well, cause it's funny because he does say he said it as I said before, right? He says, uh, you know, and I quote, um fuck, I lost it already. Um It'd be the games that come exclusively uh, to. Oh, here, sorry, sorry, sorry. Some new titles in the future that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC. So he says it right. New games will be exclusive, and then he doubles down whenever you have the live round type. He opens it back up and say, "You guys were kind of confused what I was saying, but let me say again: we have contractual obligations to release the games that are already to Sony. That specifically Death Loop right now. That's going to be the PS Five exclusive, right. and then that'll be Ghostwire Tokyo after that." But he's like, no, nah, when we have our new games, they will be exclusive. And I think that's awesome. I think I think it does good for Xbox to have something that draws people to it. And then I think it does good to have that battle. I mean, the whole console wars gets too taken out of context, right? Like, you don't yeah, necessarily yeah. have to be at each other's throat about it. But competition is good. We like competition, right? So if Xbox has something... Your competition is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. It helps it helps each party grow. If Xbox has something that PlayStation doesn't have, then that means PlayStation has to respond and so forth and back in and so like that. So um, I think it's right. good. I mean, the potential for uh, the new space game um, coming out of Bethesda is going to be... It's going to be huge, right? Like if Starfield can be an Xbox exclusive, which it's sounding like it will be, that's going to be good because that makes Sony say, well, how can we respond to that? You know, Sony's had Uncharted forever, you know, they're going to Microsoft being have a response finally in Indiana Jones, if that's what we're thinking it's going to be. Right. So I think it's cool. I think it's good. Um, 
I like Bethesda. Bethesda's already already been pretty much in Microsoft's pocket, right? Like they've worked right. so closely together on their um, on their games. I believe Elder Scrolls came first to Xbox. I want to say it was two or three was on Xbox first when it came to console, and it wasn't. Neither of those games ever made it over the uh, PlayStation. I think that it wasn't until Elder Scrolls Four that they came over to PlayStation. If we remember uh, infamously, um, it was either fallout 3 or one of the elder scrolls games it was just like broken on ps3 like they just didn't know the code that's what they say right i mean granted i didn't have a playstation 3 so i'm not sure or not yeah well I, I'm, I, I didn't play it on playstation so i couldn't tell you. no fault to the game itself whereas i think more so i'm just saying that they were concentrated on pc and concentrated on xbox right, right. that's all i'm just trying to right. say and i'm not trying to show throw shade the game specific right the, the more stable platform right exactly right and i think that that's what's important to me about exclusives right like if you're i mean we saw it in part you know with with cyberpunk right they're worrying about nine skews of a game you know we, we played yeah, on pc that's insane. if it was on pc it would have been a completely different story that pc metacritic is way higher than the console metacritic so that that to me excites me right it's got bethesda these all these different studios making all these different games granted they are all kind of first person shooters like there's only like one third person game in there in the bunch of them so uh they do have a parity issue i think but allowing them to concentrate on one system that is the xbox series x i mean you have one that thing's a fucking beast like if they can yeah, design it's, the, it's nice. if they can design a game top down for that console that only makes it better for gamers who are on xbox and gamers who are not because that gives them a reason to kind of come over there so i'm i'm here for it i think it's awesome oh no i agree man you know just like you know i mean take 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 somebody in the market it's like they have like the market they they don't care like comcast in a small market small town only only provider you can get like they don't give a shit like it's gonna either it's gonna be slow as fuck and because you, you can't get you can't get nothing else that's why like I, like me per like i have every i have every console right except for playstation 5 and we you know we all know reason behind that is you know you can't get it and so i've elected to wait on that one but like but that's just me that's like a personal situation right like i can play you know whatever games whatever i want to play it at and I can choose to where, you know, how I want to play it. So I think, and even when, if it's on Game Pass, right? Like, that in itself, like, is worth it. Like, if you can get a brand new game, even with Gears, like, you get a brand new game when it came out. I haven't finished it, disclaimer. Uh, I do plan on finishing it. Uh, but that's a full-fledged, you know what I'm saying? Triple-A game. Game. Yeah, triple-A game on Game Pass for a monthly subscription. You just, like, download it. I'm like, oh, well, it's a, whole, a full game, and, you know, and like I spend like the, I don't even want to know how much I spend on video games. You do not want to know. So, <laughs> like it, you know that sells itself for me, and it's going like straight. If it, the game comes out, go straight to Game Pass. Like that's a win. You know what I'm saying? If you play it and you don't like it, so what? Just uninstall it, play something else. But like hell, if you do play it, it costs you what? Your monthly subscription, and you know, you know me, man. If I like something, I you know put too many hours in, you know, and I just run run the wheels off of. So, uh. I like this move. It's gonna be dope. So just letting the Sony people make sure you got a PC so you can play play your uh, play your Xbox games on your PC, buddies. <laughs> uh, you okay. said Comcast in there for a second, so let's 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 pivot for a quick second. Do you see this as problematic in any way for the gaming world? Now, let me set it up for you. The FCC, the people that be, didn't find anything wrong with this. I would assume just because of let's say and this is no shade thrown but let's say the reach and just the overall 
maybe value proposition of each of the individual IPs. I mean, we've got Dishonored, we've got Doom, we've got Fallout, we've got um, Elder Scrolls, right? Like we've got all these IPs in there that's coming from uh, Bethesda and their various studios. Uh, and then we got id Tech. id Tech's a pretty big deal. That's their software. Uh, Microsoft now has the opportunity to to basically, you know, sell that out to other people, kind of like uh, Epic does with their Unreal Engine. Um, but I'm asking Microsoft or Xbox, rather, their branch being the, you know, the big man in the room with all the money to burn. Do you think they're going to continue to do this? Do you think it's healthy for the gaming industry? Because I'm not necessarily on the side of like this entire give me more type thing. Like I kind of and more for paying for my quality over having a massive amount of quantity. And so far for me, even for someone who does have Game Pass, I'll pay for it. I mean, it's just the best deal to do. I haven't touched half those games either. Not even 80, 90% of the game. I've touched like maybe one or two, right? So as a value proposition, this does increase it. It makes it better having the Bethesda games because I do like those. But is this healthy for the industry for Microsoft to say, okay, well, we're, we're behind. We want to give you guys some stuff. So we're just going to buy up the people and then see where the cards fall. How do you feel about that kind of situation? Um, Like, I, I'm not going to say, like, I don't, you know, I don't mind it because, you know, at, at one point, you know, if you get too big, then, you know, you the right, the quality does suffer, right? But I don't think they just like sending like a mass email, just like, hey, let's buy your studio. Let's buy your studio. Like, I feel like, you know, Phil Spencer is like, he's in there, you know, he, you know, play games just like the rest of us. And I think he makes like, or the team, not him, not like he just like do whatever he want. Um, they make good informed decisions, right? Of what to purchase, like what they think gamers would like. And like, if if I was to bet, right, I, I'd probably say, People have been asking Bethesda for a while, right? Because, like, they don't have, like, the, like, in, in like, I'm not, well, I'm not going to say, like, enormous. I mean, they do have an enormous fan base, right? But, like, it's not, like, astronomical. Yeah. But, like, they're, like, almost, like, cult-like. You know what I'm saying? Like, they put it out. They're like, okay, well, you know, we'll try it. But, however... Like this last Fallout seventy six, they did get a lot of backlash. Oh, they got ripped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they did get shredded for that one. But I think that's more or less like the, um, you know, the internet and you know coming you know more prevalent and you know it's easier to go to forums. You know, easier to go to people are ready to, uh, to trash you before Reddit. they're ready to celebrate you. So that that kind of yes, that kind of nets yes. out, right? Right, exactly. So like when people they you know especially um you know now people they they spend they, they you know hard on our coins. And they want to be like, I want this game to be you know well put together and. Um, but like, that's the thing, like the way it's set up now is as soon as you, as soon as you like download a game or even if you buy a digital, you got, it's going to be a day one patch anyway. Of course, of course. So like, you know, that's just gotta be something to come with it. But in a whole, like, like if they was like, which it'll never happen, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to like buy like another, uh, you know, like game system or like game company, you know, that might be like some like to like look at, you know, like. Like I doubt they wanted to ever buy Stadia because that's just like who even plays that, you know? Of course, yeah, and their uh, and their cloud service yeah. is better than Stadia anyway, so they're they're good to go over there. Right, their Azure exactly. servers are are pretty top notch. So shouts out to them for right. that. But like they're never gonna be able to buy Nintendo, like, or they're never gonna be able to buy Sony. So like, why not just buy like the people who make the game yeah. and always like you know turn the profit, you know? I mean, which I mean I feel like they already had resources, right? But you know, Xbox gives them a little bit more resources to you know do whatever really hell they want to do but i don't think it's a bad thing no 
Yeah, I think you're I think you're pretty on the money there as far as the recognition of Phil Spencer being a gamer and making calculated moves. They've been buying up stuff. They bought Ninja Theory. They've been making their moves and shit like that. Uh, I mean, that was a big gift for me for Hellblade to get that team and having Hellblade 2 come out. That's going to be a huge exclusive for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it kind of connects to both those things. Phil Spencer being in games, Phil Spencer knowing what the fuck he's talking about. And then also Bethesda having that almost that community feel to them right like that's the cool thing about xbox i mean you can say what you want to their third place whatever like that like they're not selling as many but as far as a community and fostering like this place for people to just be i mean they've killed it they're always about that they have all these shows and these like experiences that really kind of focus on uh the fans and kind of being honest and i think that's cool because while sony is like the leader in a lot of things they're really good it's like there's this weird disconnect and i think they're trying to change that because there was a split between um, East and West, right? It was a Japan focused studio to begin with, and now it's turning, it's, it's turning more Western. And some people are being turned off by that as far as them like destroying Studio Japan and like the fallout from that currently. Um, so I think Sony's trying to pivot into a more front facing way, but that's playing catch up because Xbox is the, they're the king of that, right? Like that's Game Pass is so good because Xbox tells you that it's good, right? Like, you know that is good as a value, but Xbox has put the money behind that to, behind it to tell you that hey, this is good. Hey, this is what you want. This is where you want to be. Uh, Sony was doing it before, not in the same kind of way. Game Pass is not comparable to PS Now. Let me tell you that completely. But PS Now is a service that is similar that has even more games in Game Pass, but and not in the same kind of way. But Xbox sold that shit. And same thing with FPS Boost. Same thing with backwards compatibility. Like they've been selling it. They've been killing it. They know how to market. And that's that. A part of that is the money, but a part of that is just the lineage where it comes from. Like Microsoft makes fucking software. It's a whole different ballgame. Like they know how to get into a, a space and kind of dominate. So uh, this is a good position to get them towards the game side because while they do such so great and so many other things, the games have been overall kind of lacking in that situation. But this puts them in a better position. And yeah. I got my eye on it as far as let's make these next new Bethesda games of the same quality as they were before and not like anything different. They're saying that. They're saying they're not going to meddle too much in it. It's going to be still separate. They're just here to basically fund the operation, kind of overlook them and make sure they have all the technology they need. So I think it's an overall net positive. Um, all the Sony people out there, if you're going to miss those games, I'm sorry about it. That does kind of suck. But um, Xbox Game Pass isn't a bad deal. I mean, if you're in the gaming sphere... It's something that's kind of worth considering. And it's on the cloud, too, on mobile devices and shit like that. So a lot of options that are easier to get into it than just having to buy a $500 console. And I think that's another important thing to kind of take into consideration as well. So, yeah, big move here. Shouts out to Xbox and Bethesda. Um, I guess we'll kind of see as we go. Our next update will probably come sometime during the summer as we see exactly what they're going to do about the, the games and what's rolling out next. All right, next up. We got MPD numbers for February 2021. MPD Group has released its monthly numbers this time for February, detailing the sales and figures around the gaming industry, and everyone is doing super well, especially PlayStation and, and Nintendo. Nintendo is out in front as far as the best-selling console goes. However, Sony has hit its own milestone by becoming the fastest-selling console in U.S. history when factoring in, quote, total dollar sales after four months on the market, end quote. Gaming sales have seen a 121% increase over the month of February since last year, and year-to-date spending totaled 9.3 billion, 93 or sorry, 39% higher than the same period in 2020. February's top 10 games, according to dollars sold, are as follows: number one, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury; 
Number two, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number three, Persona 5 Strikers. Number four, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Shouts out. Number five, Madden NFL 21. Number six, Little Nightmares 2. Number seven, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Number eight, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number nine, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And that's only for digital, BT dubs. And then uh, number 10, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, whereas games are uh, more popular than ever and everyone's behind them. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> pandemic had a little... A little boost in there. A the big boost out here. You know, <laughs> you know where the motherfuckers sweater at home, working from home. Now nah, you out here, you know, playing your backlog of games that, that, that you forgot you had. You know, then everybody and mama want to get a new console because I'm just, I was thinking the other day, right? What if Nintendo had released the console, right? Yeah. Would that not have, would that not just be the hugest cluster fuck of anything? Well, it's so crazy. I mean, Nintendo's on the top for highest selling console just because that's just because you can get Switches and there are two SKUs, right? Yeah, like, you already got, right. And, but it, it kind of blows my mind because Sony, as I said before, is the fastest selling console, but the Sony console at its highest is a hundred bucks more than the Nintendo Switch. So, you know, kind of giving units. So like the Switch was just burning through units and somehow, somehow four years later, it's still just selling. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Like the, like this is like example of just walking at your own pace, you know, like, I mean, they just do like Nintendo just doing it, man. And like, and people are still loving it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, the hardware isn't, like, nothing just, like, ex- you know, experience, like, game-breaking or just, like, technology-wise. But, like, people, like, love a Switch. But I think it's, like, a lot to do with, like, at least I don't, like, this is definitely not me. I don't port. I don't take my, I had, I'd rather take it off. You're always dock. docked, right? Yeah. Like, it's always docked, like, and I only ever play with, like, the controller. Except, well, I think Pokemon, whichever one make you throw that stupid-ass Pokeball. Yeah, that was Pokemon hate, Red and Blue I hated or whatever that. remake. That one, like, I would take it off of the dock for that because Jesus, that was the stupidest thing. Okay, <laughs> that sucks so like bad that, that you had to have it handheld to do it without yes. the motion control. What a like, bro, what a bullshit move, Nintendo. <laughs> I hated that, but um, you know, which I I I see, you know, these numbers are definitely a um a representation of. You know, just how everything's been going, man. Just like people always want a dog game for, you know, the dumbest shit. But like, it's like one of like the best forms of like, you know, relaxation. Um, you know, just time killing, man. It just except this is a weird list. Like, talk to me, talk I, to me. I, I I don't know. Like, as much shit as motherfuckers talk about Madden and how garbage it is, it's always it's like top always five. Always top five, yes. Like, y'all talk the biggest shit, but y'all still buy this trash. So, on the list, there are only three new games. Mario Kart 8. Right. So, here. Let me tell you. Let me, there are only three new games on this list of 10. Uh, number one, Super Mario 3D World. That one came out this month. That's a new one. Uh, number three, Persona 5 Strikers. That came out this month. That's a new one. I'm saying this month. I'm talking about February. That's what these numbers are for. And then number six, Little Nightmares 2. Pretty small game. Uh, that's also a new one. But everything else is not old, old. I mean, Call hmm. of Duty Modern Warfare down there number 10. That's a last year game, but that's a Call of Duty. We're going to expect it, but like everything full, else. But play. that's like a full year, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, impre- I'm impressed by my my, my Spider Man. I are hanging out at number four, still holding it down. What's up? Shouts out. That's a different story for a different day, but <laughs> I will say, chat. I mean, not chat. I will say, listeners <laughs> out there, 
I have been enjoying. Uh, I, I've been enjoying it, so. But it's definitely DLC. But once again, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, feels like DLC. Look like DLC. About four hours in and twenty six percent done. But hey, you know. Well, if you do the math, then twenty six percent for four a uh, sixteen hours. That's a lot of content for a forty dollar game. So I'm trying to say. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Them, them, them pennies on a dollar. Okay, you let Destiny and some DLC come out. We talking 40, 50 hours, easy claps. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, let's take that easy. to the community though, because the way they be dogging them, the three, them three story missions, and then, uh, <laughs> and then whatever else is at the end. Well, one, you got to play the story missions. Two, you got to play them in reverse. Oh, okay? not the reverse, the mirror mode. Then, speaking yeah, of Mario, then Kart. you gotta, you gotta do the mission as the introductory, and then you gotta come back and do it. It's the real thing. So right, and then you gotta go at the end to do your whatever the farming is. It the exactly. basilisk or the the exactly. moon looter bullshit. Get, get your mind right, yo. <laughs> you gotta farm right. the, the hot loot that Paul Tassie has so generously put on a plate for you to know what the god rolls is to get. And then you gotta check <laughs> Frabo's page and see what he's using in the crucible. And then you and then you've gotten your fill of your DLC. For there you go. <laughs> but see, I don't check stuff like that. I you know I play with the weapons I like. You know, but um. I mean, what is Persona Five Strikers? Is this like a fighting game? Yeah, what is it's this? A, it's it sounds like it's either a fighting game or a or a, a FIFA mashup, right? A Mario Strikers mashup. But it's a um, it's a Muso, so it's a beat 'em up. It's Persona Five, but in the hmm. in the in the Dynasty Warriors style kind of play. But it's actually oh. cool Warriors because hard pass. Yeah, hard pass. But listen. <laughs> It's uh, it's a continuation of Persona Five. The story is directly after it ended. Um, not taking in consi- into consideration the Persona Five Royal, which does have a different ending. I think it adds a whole a whole other semester to the game. But it's actually been getting pretty good reviews. I mean, as far as Musos go, people like Dynasty Warrior s games, like those games that people love to hate. It's like, oh, it's just dumb. I'm beating shit up. But people usually get onto them, especially when they have a nice theme like this. See, when I look at this list, <laughs> okay. The top two I can see is these are gamers, right? Super Mario 3D World. Are they also ballers? Nintendo. No, no, they're not ballers. They gamers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Super Mario 3D World. That's Nintendo. They got. They probably got the most consoles out there in the wild. Okay, go on. Right. So I can see that being top. Call of Duty Black Ops. Call of Duty players are they brainwashed? You're not wrong. They swear. Swear it's, they they same they same with Madden. They reskin the game and they drop it out with some, some one new little thing they had for Call of Duty back. Okay. Okay. Go on. They're gonna buy the, they gonna buy them anyway, right? Them them gamer game. But the rest of this nonsense, that's the that's the new folk coming in here. Like in in uh what is it? The next year? You diluting the pool. Oh, okay. you, no, you diluting the pool, okay? Of the data. Okay. <laughs> see as you can see at the bottom, Call of Duty players are number ten. They can't let go of nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, some say, and I, I'm one of them. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is better than Black Ops. So. Yeah, it is. See, see, so they 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 be one. They uh, once they find a hill, they're down. But Black right? Ops has the has the namesake though. You know, like Black Ops right. was the the golden child of the franchise. Right. Series, right? I can't remember. Call of Duty got Michael Transaction. The heat. Michael Transaction is is a president accounted for in Call of Duty games. <laughs> yeah. All right. See that. Yeah. Okay. All right. See that's crazy. You can be top ten with a free game with just. Microtransaction. Well, that's counting. No, that's counting the. That's, that's counting the discount. Game? That's counting. Yeah, that's not Warzone. Oh, that's counting you. the actual retail okay. copy of Call of Duty. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. But the rest of these, 
Yeah, Assassin's Creed. I, I figured it'd probably be a little higher. Um, Persona Five, uh, you know, whatever. But the rest of this is it's all it's all over the place. Mm. You know, it's all these quarantine gamers. You know, they're not real gamers. Oh damn, shots! Oof. Well, for all my quarantine gamers out there, we still do love you. Yeah, y'all real too, though. Y'all real too. We <laughs> like y'all too. Come come through. But you know, my bad. I meant to say no disrespect first, and then disrespect you. My fault. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, uh, <laughs> you gotta preface it. Yeah, yeah, my fault, y'all. I, I know, I know for next time. What's up, everyone? Thanks for listening to today's show. If you like what you hear and want to be a part of it, hit us up obliviouspod at gmail.com. Also, hit up our socials, obliviouspod on Instagram, and then at obliviouspod1 on Twitter. Hit us up. Tell us you like us. Tell us you love us. Tell us we're pretty. All right, back to the show. All right, next up. The Turtles are back. The Heroes in a Half Shell are back and looking better than ever. Announced last week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge looks to transport fans back to the old 90s arcade days. This co-op side-scrolling beat-em-up features a slightly new rendition of the classic theme song and new hand-drawn cinematics. Uh, Dotomu, the French publisher behind 2020's Streets of Rage 4, is set to deliver the all-new TMNT. However, there is no set release date yet. Or is man, we got some co-op action in the beat 'em up style coming out of the, coming out for some Ninja Turtles action. What you think, man? Uh, this a, uh, I'm kind of excited for this. Really, I kind of want to download this and play. It's what it's gonna be on everything. Yeah, I'm assuming everything, but there's no release date yet, so we kind of have to wait okay. in the wings. Okay, cause I I download this and play it. Doesn't it look awesome? Kind of yeah. This, this still a real thing. Kind of remind me of uh, uh man, dog lost his mind. Hold on. Ray, are you excited about some um some some Ninja Turtles? I hear some co-op action. Get you some Raphael going. Like first, before you tell me your excitement, tell me your favorite turtle. Uh uh fucking fucking orange. Michelangelo? No. Michelangelo. Yeah, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. I was very I wasn't confident, okay. so I didn't want to say it out loud. But yeah, Michelangelo. No, you, good? He's, you know, the go- little goofball. He's, not he's a party world, dude, as the theme song says. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Um, yeah, no, it just looks like I don't know. It looks like the perfect. Uh, it's I like this uh, idea of taking old nostalgic games and like keeping their like true form, but like yep. just make them cleaner and like obviously like just made for higher resolution and co-op gameplay. And and Ninja Turtles was always a game as a kid that like I didn't have, but like I would play at friends' house and always thought it was so cool. But I was always shit at it because I never played it. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. Like I that. saw it on Instagram, like shared it, and I threw it on our uh, Instagram as well because I thought it looks that, like that, that's just. I'm very excited. I'd you peeped me on it. That's friends. how I knew about it when yeah. I saw it because I, yeah. I clicked on our account. I was like, "What is happening here?" I was like, "My fucking god!" When I saw yeah. the animation for that, I, I like the lost my shit. It was a really good trailer. It was <laughs> such a good trailer. I like the way they did that. But yeah, so I love that idea. Do that with more games. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We, we need that. Okay. Good. I'm gonna download this ASAP. I'm, as soon as it drop, I'm getting it because this type of game is kind of. Is this what Streets of Rage? Is? Yeah, I might download. I was about it, to say. I think. Is. I think we should. I really think we should fuck with Streets of Rage for 
and River City Girls. These are and even Scott Pilgrim. I, we would have to probably buy Scott Pilgrim because it's finally back on the I store. I like Scott Pilgrim. Um, but these are all side scrolling beat em ups and they're super awesome. Streets of Rage Four, made by the same publisher of, uh, of this. That's why I'm excited about this team in T because when we play that game, you guys are gonna see the hand drawn art style, the attention to detail, the combos, the way it feels like it's super sticky, it's super satisfying. Uh, I think it's a great like it's a great co op game. We just run around, beat some people up, get some coins, do some boss fights, and that'd be a great game to do on stream. So I think I think we should check. Oh it yeah. Out. Yeah, cause like I like back in the day, me and my brother, we we love playing a little side scroll, beat 'em up, double dragon, my favorite. Oh, one. let's go! Uh, you know, shots out if y'all know um, uh, that one. And I don't know if Contra really count, but I, I love me some Contra. Yeah, not a beat 'em up, but it's a cool little bullet yeah, hell. That game was so that game was so hard, yo. You're not lying. It was like it was it was like ruthlessly hard, and it didn't even make sense for it to be that hard. Granted, it only had like one difficulty, so you know. Shouts out. Well, that's good. I'm glad you both are excited for it. I'm, I think uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a good one. And yeah, we'll definitely check out uh, Streets of Rage 4. And we'll, yeah, I guess I'm going to tease that. Look look forward on the stream out here. We'll see what's happening with it. Maybe Let's we'll get do, it. Some, uh, do some co-op action out there. All right, that's it for the big news topics. We're going to finish off the show with a couple small bits before we get up out of here. Uh, first up, Apex is on Switch Warriors. Uh, have you broken it in yet? I know you've been playing a lot of Apex on the uh xbox i'm assuming is where you're at right now um yeah i guess even as you tell me about your excitement for the switch version just kind of talk to me about how it's been jumping back into probably your favorite battle royale uh oh yeah like i wouldn't say hands down but i, I do enjoy apex i just love like the you can you can like you get in there and you know either dead or you're not and you just like restart the game um but i, I don't know how they're gonna run this game on on switch slowly like <laughs> i don't get it like if you okay with running your, your game with 20 frames sure you know go for it and you just want to play on your switch by all means dog go ahead but that to me that ain't the move okay i'm gonna play it on the console where i can get i can get a smooth 60 now fair fair i can play it on my computer and get like 90 right because like before you see frames difference People don't you don't believe in it. People think like, oh, so what? You got frame. What that mean? Well, that mean I can see I can see shit populate from a lot further than where you can, and they give me the advantage, right? But if I if this is cross play, and you run up on somebody on the switch, you are gonna be able to tell that they're on the switch. Yeah, there's a there's a toggle for it, and you're gonna want to keep that toggle on. You're not gonna want to play with anyone yeah. but switch people. Like if I want to get some dubs, I might just, I, actually I might just download on the Switch and just play on there. <laughs> my Switch, where I got most of my dubs are on Fortnite. I feel like I was about to say, I feel like that's where we <laughs> cut our teeth whenever uh, Fortnite came to Switch because that because I mean we were literally playing three year olds, all right. So I'm not proud of it, mm-hmm. but that's where we got our our dubs. All kind of kills on there, boy. <laughs> hey, you ain't, hey, you mess with me on that? Let's get it. Uh, uh, but no, nah, yeah, Apex is definitely definitely the move. You know, it's um. Uh, just, just really, really good. Like, um, you know, e- equilibrium with that game. So, it's, I always have fun hopping in there. I me, mean, you know, we ain't every now and again, but I, I just like the gunplay and it's, it's, it's a little bit more fair, you know, with like, like no, once again, no disrespect to Fortnite, but the building is, is Jesus ass. Christ. Everybody, their mom can build in that game. Like Jesus, like it's you shoot somebody twenty feet away and they build, you know, one by one, they build forty feet tall, and you just stand there like, bruh. the Tower of Pisa, or whatever it is. Like it's 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 a problem. And, yeah, and you just sitting there like, oh, do I try to shoot this down or do I build something and then they rush me and just kill me? So yep, you know, you ain't got none of that in in 
in APEC. Forget all that. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see the Switch continue to get uh, big titles like this. I mean, it's kind of on the line with like when they got Doom. I mean, Doom is all about it's all it's a game all about speed, and APEX is also all of a game. It's a game all about speed, right? Like you sent me a highlight the other day. It was that fucking octane like just running around the map using a super and just like just murking people and that just a lunatic like that's what that game is about so it'd be interesting to see how the community takes a hold of it but i mean listen it's all about options and nintendo is is slowly but surely doing their best to kind of keep up but the rumors for the switch pro is like a refresh not really a pro as far as like graphics and processing power but i think sooner rather than later nintendo's gonna have to address this i mean they don't have to they're nintendo they can do what they want to but um yeah i mean no, have yeah, I don't have to. Right? I'm talking shit, but it would be nice if we got a little more power in that bad boy so we can at least get 1080p60 out of these games on Switch. But, you know, we will see. Uh, we'll take Apex uh, while we can, though. Um, next up, we got Witcher leaving the Game Pass. Uh, Warriors, you put this up here. Uh, I think this is cool because that shows, you know, you're even like me, like, hey, play this fucking game if you have Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, definitely a play. You know, it was, you know, especially on Game Pass, like you're not, you know, if you have Game Pass, once again, you're not losing nothing. You just download it and try it and, you know, you look up and it's 80 hours later and you played all the DLC and, you know, see what all the hype is about, which Fallout is still better than Witcher. But, you know, once again, that's that's a different debate (laughs) for another day. That don't even, don't at me. It's a good game, though. Good, good character, you know, good NPCs. Um. I don't really build my character for magic though, so like I have a full melee build. I just run around and stab people. So, um, very good game. Listen to Warriors, play The Witcher. We'll have maybe have yeah. a special pod about Fallout versus Witcher. That'd be probably some good. Let's go. Some good content. Maybe a good little video thing we could do. Um, Get it. However, play The Witcher if you really want to be OP. Play Blood and Wine first. Get all your runes. You, no, don't listen to you. Him. Don't even have to like play the entire thing. Just do the main campaign. Just get until you get to the basement. You'll know what I'm talking about. You get a letter. You go to the basement. You get your new rune abilities, and then do a new game plus with that character. Fantastic time. No, no, no. You play the game the way it was meant to be played. I mean, Blood and Wine's fantastic content. So, however you get there, whether you do it from the beginning or the end, make sure you get to Blood and Wine, which is the last. Go from the beginning. Also, if you were anywhere. Any in any way form disappointed by Cyberpunk, play Witcher Three. You'll you'll forget all about Cyberpunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, it takes two game. Uh, I put the trailer to this in the chat. Man, I'm excited about this. This is from um. Oh, I'm 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 capping over here. I fuck I fucked up. I don't know the dude's name, but uh, wow. something fair maybe. He was the developer um from uh, A Way Out, another EA indie kind of type game he was on the game awards a couple years hey, back Hayes light wait what it takes two is developed by war winning studio Hayes light thank you Hayes light but do you have the director as well in front of you oh, i can't remember that dude's name i do not um he he infamously uh, joseph fair thank you fairs yeah joseph fairs infamously said fuck the oscars at the game awards uh he was probably drunk as hell but that was a funny moment anywho he developed this game or the head of this game is is also a way out essentially his games are usually a tandem experience he did brothers before that it was a cool little game right you were an older brother and a younger brother you were kind of paired away your left stick was the older brother your right joystick was the younger brother and you moved these puzzles together and then he did a way out two different people um they were 
like bank robbers or something like that and then you had to do the whole campaign together and now for the third time he's done another game this one it takes two so basically you are a man and a woman in some kind of relationship familiar sense and you guys are having troubles uh the little girl who is your daughter or sister or something makes a wish and then it turns you two into dolls and you have to like go through the world together and working out your problems and also finding your love again. It's like dumb and sappy. But when I saw that trailer, like that shit hit me. I was like, man, this is awesome. So uh, I just wanted to highlight it here to see, you know, see if you guys, you know, we're digging it as well. I'll put the trailer in there. I showed Jesse and she's like, yeah, this looks kind of dope. She, we don't play a lot, too many games together, um, but when we do, it's always a good time. So I showed her too and she was also digging it. So what did you think, Warriors, about the It Takes Two gameplay? Uh, it looks dope. I like I like the art style. Yeah. Um, definitely like a good little multiplayer couch, um, couch vibe. You know, um, me and my wife only ever played one game together. Oh, what'd you guys play? Uh, oh, Overcooked. Overcooked. That's good, right. Yeah, and yeah, good yeah. God, was she stressed out? That it. it Overcooked is the best and also worst game to play with your significant other and also someone who doesn't play video games. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what? What's going on? How much do we cook? Are we doing it right? I'm just like. Yeah, just keep cooking it. It's just simple enough, but also rage I'm down with this. I'm down with it. I had to turn it off. I was like, nope. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I, this this actually, I wouldn't mind watching this like on stream, on like somebody like stream. Yeah. And play this. It looks kind of, it's kind of tight. Yeah, I, I watch it. What's notable you know, for it? Might, might not buy it, but. Well, so here's the thing. You don't have to buy it. I'll have it. So the notable oh, thing for what? yeah, so the notable thing for this game and even a way out, it has a friend code. So essentially one person buys it and then they have a friend code that the other person oh, gets. Oh, like download. the other one. Yep. Like like the way out. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that that's super cool. I mean, it's something that's different in games. I mean, it's a co-op game, so it's meant to be played together. I think this one, unlike a way out, or maybe it was brothers. No, I think it was a way out. Couldn't be played co-op on the couch, but I think this one will be able to be doing that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a cool, different kind of game, and it's coming from EA. EA gets a lot of shit from Madden. It gets a lot of shit for its ultimate team cards, which we're about to talk about in a second. Um, but what people don't really pay attention to are there is they're like indie focus. So, and this is one of them. Um, they've been publishing these smaller games. This one, um, a way out, as I said before. I think Valiant Heart was an EA uh, Originals joint. I think it's the line of EA Originals. Um, so yeah, just kind of highlighting that because it's easy to kind of you know talk shit but this is a cool little uh progressive uh development so shout out all right and the last one today and i promise you i promise you we're gonna come back to this because this is only rumor and speculation now but my god i've never wished for something to be more real in my entire life <laughs> so uh rumors are abound but apparently ea developers or rather fifa developers are selling ultimate team card ultimate team cards a la carte on the internet and fetching up to 2500 usd for these bad boys uh ray our resident fifa ultimate team expert out here <laughs> how does this make you feel uh i haven't played ultimate team in a year so okay recovering out here doing better <laughs> i took my life back from the clutches of evil so <laughs> my answer is it's nothing good. Destroy the game mode. Burn it down. That's how I feel about it. Do you believe it's true? Do you think this is really happening? Yes, absolutely. I like it's like it's like it's just like the most money grubbing game mode ever created. And so shit, if I was a developer and I was having to work and I like my my soul was dead inside, I'd probably sell some too. You know what? 
the EA, you know, cronies get to oh, all wow. that money. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take a little cut for myself too. So you know, I don't blame them. Ray, Ray, so you want a CR7 maxed out? Uh, That's a, uh, a, team he, of the week edition. <laughs> ultimate team, ultimate team Robin Hood is what it sounds like to me. Which I'm, I'm all for it. We just took a hard pivot, but I love it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or as what do you think about the? I think it's hashtag EA Gate is what it's trending on Twitter right now. <laughs> or when? That's what it is. <laughs> Like, listen, I don't blame them, man. You know, I mean, you know, they already, you know, they just copy and paste this game every year. Well, you know what? Why not try to get a little extra off the top? You know what I'm saying? Finessing these dummies out here, giving folks all their money for these little goofy cars that you can't even carry over to, the, you can only keep for one year. You can't even take over to the next game, man. That's the biggest scam I've never seen in my life. God, it's so weird. I think what yeah, quite weird. I think what sucks about it too, and that we've talked about it. I mean, just manipulating children out of their parents' credit card money. It's fucked up, right? Yeah, yep. that's the big thing. But it, it's almost like, um, you know, EA is so big that it it more than most people could adopt the quantity over quality um, mantra. And I'm talking that specifically specifically with the Ultimate Team cards because we know people like to play Ultimate Team but if you have so many p- people playing Ultimate Team, p- so many people buying packs make it easier and that way you can just get more people. Because I feel like I feel like there's a small, and you guys can correct me if you think differently on this, I feel like there's a very thin line that's leaned more towards Ultimate Team. Soccer is the biggest and most um, watched and the favorite sport in the entire world so by proxy, that would make FIFA the biggest played sporting game of the world, right? So people yep. are out the gate coming just because it's soccer, and then somehow you give them the crack cocaine that is Ultimate Team, and then they stay and spend money. Now, I understand they're making money. Why would you stop? However, I feel like keeping the community happening, just making an easy like throwaway mode that has higher rewards would make people come back more. But what they're doing is sub- you know subjecting people to like having to spend the money and i know that's what it like it's a company you're here to make money like why make it easier but it just doesn't make sense if you've already got a billion people looking at your game just make it like even across the board but, but it's that's so unrealistic weird. like it's so unrealistic like the like the streamers and shit there's such a gap between like making all that money exactly and or like spending all that money to get like the cards that everybody like the god cards everybody wants that wants and would love to use um when they like dump thousands and thousands of dollars right. into fake card packs and then like they just modify dirt certain players to like form and stuff which is a cool idea but like the only the way to like bullshit and, yeah and then like they started putting objectives in and sure you can get cards but they can't compete like it's still it's still like the model is still to make you spend money to get packs to to get cards like which like and you made the point about soccer like yeah it's super this is the most popular sport in the world and people like, yes i would love to like i i am mad because i love ultimate team in the sense of i love to like make my own yeah, teams it sounds cool and, like, right take them against the world and like FIFA use Pokemon old players new players like players from different leagues and stuff but it's just Build like all it's a funnel team. for one for one for uh for one one thing only which is like just bleeding money out Profit. of the the player base <laughs> and like yes you have to make money but there's a fu- there's a fine line and what you're doing is bu- is like it's like it's bullshit because it's like and it's and you're holding a mode like that like an experience like that hostage yeah hold on for for that one goal that it and it's like not even like it yeah it's just it's all by chance you have to port all this all the t- tons of money in and like 
and look, I, I know I say a lot of shit because I actually really like the FIFA community and I like the FIFA stream, like a lot of the FIFA, FIFA streamers and stuff. And like, it sucks that I'm not into that anymore because of like just my like <laughs> disdain for the game mode, I hey, guess. you held I'm your ground. Like, I Shouts just out. bought out. Like, I'm just like out. I just can't. Like, I, and I gave it a tr- shot this game, but I just like, I can't. Like, it's it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Um, And so... I don't know. I, I I would just love for that game mode to actually be fun and be like not what it is um, and actually be something more focused on people enjoying getting to make their own soccer teams with their favorite players. And there's a way you can still like like again, like going to like the Fortnite model. Give me like jerseys to buy. Give me like consumable mm. like things to buy but it's all performance based because it's about the cards you're only going to yeah. win if you have the god cards like in their e- their whole esports model is built around it too like how am i supposed to practice with like god cards if i'm never going to get them you know what i mean like and to like right. you can't compete in like the their esports tournaments unless you're using those types of teams so it's not even a, like from an esports perspective it's, it's it's like not even a, a very accessible except for that like top 10 percent player base that just like either puts in a ton and ton of hours or a ton of money and usually a combination of both. And it's just like, I have other games I want to play. I have other things I want to do with my life. Yeah, and it sucks <laughs> that the only way that you can like play what is like the top sport game in the world at a high level is using those methods. And it just sucks. It mm. just sucks. Go ahead, words. I'm mad. I'm mad. No, I agree. I agree. That's, that's booty. You know? Big booty. EA, a little bit bad. And a little bit of good, but probably more bad in the situation. <laughs> yeah. Let's just scrounge some money together. We can borrow your cards, apparently, Ray Ban. We got you. <laughs> yeah. Go fund me to, to fund my my EA Sports uh FIFA Ultimate Team 2021. Let's get it. All right. That's it for today's show. As always, thank you guys for coming through. Um, yeah, pretty good show. A lot of a lot of cool things out there. Check back, check back in with us next week as we continue the fun. Uh, you know, more news. We'll be streaming again as well on Wednesday. Check us out if you listen to this day one tomorrow, or rather Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Until, uh, make sure you head over to Instagram and check out uh, Oblivious Game Shorts as well. Check out the new episode, probably talking about um, the uh, Bethesda and Xbox news as well. And yeah, as always, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Warriors, you got anything to tell the kids before we roll up out of here? Uh... Nah, man. You know, just you know, tell them to enjoy your little Bethesda time on your little PlayStation until they revoke your licenses. <laughs> then you gotta play on Xbox. Phil Spencer's the repo man coming through. <laughs> That's right, coming. License is about to be expired. What if he did that though? That would be terrible. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. For, for clarification, yeah. he did say everything that was there will stay, but. No new things are coming through, though. So Yeah, no new thing. Enjoy being Dover King while you can. I am Dover King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skyrim is a great game, though. Shouts out. True. Ray-Ban, anything else you want to tell the kids before we roll up out of here? Don't waste money on Ultimate Team Packs. Fight the power. You already... Fight the power. <laughs> Join the movement. <laughs> Remember, if you guys want to be a Hashtag part of the show, hit us make up. Ultimate Team fun again. <laughs> hit us up, obliviouspod at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram, obliviouspod, and then over on Twitter at obliviouspod1. <laughs> this has been a fun one. Thank you for joining us. For Juarez, for Ray, for the Ghost of Craig, I'm Jay. We are Oblivious, and we're out. Peace.
Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chris Rowland, Dustin Stokes, The Quinza Morgan, and me, Jay Johnson. We write, produce, and host all content. The show is recorded remotely from Ready, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at obliviouspod.com. There, you can find a link to our Patreon. Our email is obliviouspod at gmail.com, Instagram at obliviouspod, and Twitter at obliviouspod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at Ray Jocan, at LaQuenza, and at Oblivious Stokes. I'll be on Instagram at Chuki.